0: From Central Illinois, it's the Sofa King oh, Awesome Show. Rock, metal, 80s, retro. It's not just good, it's Sofa King Good. Oh, baby. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple, even YouTube. And now Sofa King Awesome. Here are your hosts, Thundersticks, on the Sofa King Awesome Show.
1: Welcome everyone to another amazing episode of the so fucking awesome show. Today we are joined by a badass local band photographer. Mainly what he's been doing, Mr. Joshua Dempsey of JD Photography. Yeah. Good Hello. afternoon,
0: everyone. How's it going? Good. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good. Better. Glad to have you here, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is uh, this is something else. I can't get over how well received I am in this. Um, Little group. It's it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's fun. Cool. Yeah. Are you based out of Springfield? Yeah. I uh, live in Springfield. I was born and raised in Taylorville. Um, been in Springfield about, I don't know, 10 years now.
1: Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What kind of, uh, what led you into this? Just, I mean, have you been doing a lot of local shows recently or did, um, did I run into you like the right time at the Curve Inn?
0: You ran into me about the right time. I got into doing local stuff, just live stuff about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I started just uh, street photography, walking around, taking photos of stupid shit, uh, graffiti downtown, right. um, people walking by, and I happened upon um, Dumb Records one night, um, not a place I wasn't unfamiliar with, but they had some kind of a fundraiser going on, and it mm. turned out to be the fundraiser for the skate park in Taylorville, which is my hometown. Okay. Um, actually, my brother's the superintendent of the park district down there, too. Okay, cool. Shout out. Yeah. 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 Pretty proud of big brother. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just started taking some photos and turned out some of the people I actually knew from growing up in Taylorville and mm-hmm. it just kind of, uh, flowed from there. Sparked, sparked that. Yeah. Um, i I have a good friend of mine that I actually consider to be a mentor that is a photographer in the St. Louis area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith Brake, he shoots a lot for Midwest Rewind. Okay. Amazing. For Keith. Yeah. Keith, Keith. Oh yeah. Check his stuff out. He's an amazing photographer cool. and just a really good guy. All um, right. so I'd seen what he had been doing and him and I would just kind of talk and I got into it, um. Actually, the very first thing I ever shot was my son-in-law's senior recital for school. He was a music uh, ministry major, mm-hmm. and he had a senior recital. It was just like him, and it was during COVID. So guests were restricted, so I'm like, I'm not going. I am to make sure his, pam- yeah. you know, his family's there. Yeah, sure. Well, his mom and dad ended up with COVID, and my daughter calls me, I think, the morning of. And you're the one. Dad, can you bring a camera? Yeah, sure. Not a problem, you know. I get down there. It's in Greenville, Illinois. I forgot my fucking SIM card, my card Mm. for my phone, uh, my camera. camera. I had to go to Revco, pick up one, come back real quick. And I'm texting Keith on the camera. You're going to shoot this live thing. Um, Never done this before. He's like, well, go out and take photos of ducks. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm doing this right now. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so I did. I just went with what his basic settings he told me to try. And I I shot all these things and I'm sending them back a few hours later. I sent them back, dude, I took 3000 photos. He's like a fucking ducks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, dude. I ended up and I um, went through and I edited, and I had really not a lot of idea knowledge of what I was doing editing Mm -hmm. these things, but they turned out pretty damn good.
1: Well, that's part of the experience too, because I will agree with you there. I think we're both uh, very well aspiring videographer and photographer. You know what I mean? Like when I came from my studio of mainly videography, he, my partner, did both. And I, I just see, I'm not saying it's oversaturated at all, but I think, because in the Bain space, I don't see a lot. I see a lot of photographers everywhere else doing everything else, like wedding photos, baby photos, yes. family yep. photos, this, that, the other. You and know what I mean?
0: That's honestly something that, I mean, I like doing portrait work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something I'm interested in necessarily pushing. doing and pushing. Right because I don't like that posed photo. I'm not right. good at telling people where to stand, how to look. Right. I prefer more like a, a lifestyle candid portrait. Right. And I've had some good luck with some of that stuff because I have to learn, you know, develop a rapport with the people and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, figure out what's going to get them right smiling and having fun.
1: I think that's, yeah, I think yeah. I, I agree with you too on that. Uh, because I like directing, but like not making people pose, so to speak, you know, like um, I like... Uh, not forcing
0: the yeah, it doesn't look natural, yeah, yes, yeah. so yeah, that's just yeah. where yeah, and, uh, and i'm a I'm a pretty firm believer that photography and portraiture should look natural, right,
1: yeah, like you yeah, it's you captured the right moment at yeah. the right time and just but uh so with all these local bands i've I've probably seen you at at least i mean a dozen shows.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and part of that was because you were actually started including me into it. You right, know, you were inviting me and said, "Hey, are you coming out for the next one?" You know, right, it was like, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm an old dude. I'm not old, old, but I mean, 45. I'm gonna be a grandpa soon. But mm-hmm. I'm like, it's still kind of cool to be invited to do something with people and making friends at this mm-hmm. age. Um, no, I,
1: it's I, cool. I I totally wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah. You know, I like I, I. We'll get into the story in just a little bit, but uh, there was a, a few days where you hadn't liked any posts, and I was. I don't want to say, like, worried, but I am just like, the thought did flow through my head, and I'm like, um, it drew me to your page, and I'm like, well, he hasn't been active on there. You know, like, I hope he's okay, because, I mean, what you see, you know, I notice little shit like that when somebody doesn't like something, and I'm like,
0: what's he doing? You know what I mean? Silence speaks more than anything else.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you you go from being active to not for four or five days, you know, when you're posting at least one thing or something a day,
0: uh, you know. Um, You know, to get into it, you know, the whole month of May, I hardly took any photos. Um, I shot my daughter's baby shower. Um, I don't remember what day that was. But that was pretty much the only time I went out with my camera and took any photos for anything, really. Mm -hmm. Um, So what happened is just recently, just Thursday night, I had a real rough night. I've Mm -hmm. been dealing with a bipolar disorder for 25-ish years. Yeah. So I know, like, what the warning signs are. I have some self-awareness. And I actually let those go far. You know, I let them yep. go too far. So it was right. Thursday night was was beyond rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday morning, I wasn't feeling any better. So I called my son at work and I said, hey, bud, it's time to take dad to the hospital. Right. So I uh, self-admitted and to reestablish care, uh, get right. back on my meds because I'd lost a job about six months ago mm-hmm. and uh, lost insurance. So, you know, psych meds are expensive. Yeah. Um, I don't take a lot of meds, but still it was like. The one,
1: those ones. Right. Yeah. So
0: I'm like, I'm also doing my self-care stuff. I'm in the gym six days a week or like, that's a lie. I try to be in the gym six days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, practice yoga. I meditate daily, but still I just ne- needed that extra thing or that medication that I was thinking, you know, at the time it's either, Hey, I feel really good. So I don't need my medicine. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like shit, so my medicine's not working, so I'm not going to take it either way. Right, right. It was just that stupid mind trap. Right. And it got out of control, like I said, so I I self-admitted, and I spent some... Well, originally it was supposed to be five days, but I ended up spending six days in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, It was not a pleasant experience at all. Do you want to touch base on that? Oh, yeah, I do, actually. And it's not out of malice or spite or try to get somebody in trouble. Um, It's not even out of my concern. Concern for me, it's more of the people that are still there, mm-hmm. the staff that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I spent seven hours Friday in the emergency room and was not offered food or drink for five hours. So I'm laying there and I'm like, I'm not in the right state of mind. Mm-hmm. My 19 year old son's freaking out because this is pretty much his first time dealing with this as right. an adult. Yeah. And, uh, never really even thought of it until they moved me somewhere else. And somebody said, Hey, do you want a sandwich or something? Like, Wow. This is crazy. Um, so, you know, didn't even kind of kind of started clicking later when my mind right. was starting to get back to where it was supposed to be. Um, so I finally get admitted to a room, and I start noticing, like, there's dried urine on the toilet. It's not mine. Right. I don't know whose it is. I don't want to touch that. If I have something open on my leg and it touches, oh. I'm getting sick. Mm-hmm. Or could, you know, possibly. Yeah. And then the more I look, there's food spatters on the walls in this room. There's boogers everywhere. Not my boogers. Right. Uh, you know, I can't blame it on my son. He wasn't there. Right. Um, and it's even right above my bed. There's this red splatter of stuff right above my head where I was sleeping. And I'm like, man, I hope that's not blood. Right. You know, so turns out it's just food, but still that's disgusting. That's right. the conditions yeah. they're putting their psych patients in. And I was like, I made complaints. Right. I talked to nurses. I talked to techs, I talked to, you know, staff and uh, nobody came in to clean my room. Nobody even acted like they were hearing what I was saying. You know, mm-hmm. they're hearing it. It's coming it, in their ears, but it's not. One ear, not the other. Yeah, it's, yeah. They're, just li- they're not listening. To
1: them, they're like, they get so many whatever's a day. It's, you're just, oh, nobody. Yeah. you're nobody to them.
0: This is just some other crazy guy that's just bitching about nothing. Right, yeah. And I could see where that might happen with some of these, some people that are not staffed. They're, the hospital's understaffed. Mm-hmm. There's a nursing shortage. A lot of it has to do with what nurses can get for their contract pay, mm-hmm. like if they travel. Yeah, you know, if a girl can go and or a nurse, I'm sorry, goes and pay, can make, do contract after contract and make a quarter of a million dollars a year, go do it. I don't blame you, mm-hmm. but the hospitals can't keep their long term staff employed that way. Right. So there's a lot of the longer term staff that are just kind of maybe going through the motions, a little jaded there for a paycheck. Yeah, you know, I've been here for 15 years. I'm vested here. Blah blah blah. You know, you get that, and I can see where there's burnout. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was just, it was bad. It was rough. You know, it's not my first trip. I'm a repeat offender. I've been in there at least a dozen times. Yeah, so it was memorials, psych ward. Yeah, you know, and I'm not gonna name any names of anybody that was involved, because um, I don't think it's, I don't think that's fair, right? You know, because I'm not trying to get people in trouble. I'm trying to just say that you guys really need to improve your conditions. Mm-hmm. It's not conducive for these people to recover, right? Um, so as I'm there, you know, the next day I'm checked in and somebody comes in to give me medicine on Saturday. I'm like, what's that? A well, doctor prescribed you an antidepressant. I haven't seen a doctor. I'm not taking that. And they're like, nurse is like, uh, okay, I get it. You know, I want to see a doctor before you give me medicine. And I want to, you know, I want to. Yeah. You know, you sh- a doctor's going to look at your chart and is going to make a decision. Oh, we're going to use this. We're going to
1: evaluate you.
0: Right. But they're not coming in and having a conversation knowing that, you know, because I've been sick, I've had this for over twenty years. Mm-hmm. I've taken everything. They're not going to know just by glancing through my chart that ten years ago I may have taken that and it wasn't effective, right? So you know, I want to be able to have a you know have a conversation, have the doctor actually do the scientific look at you, yes. and tell you, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like, okay. So later on, they come in to draw blood. I'm like, what, what's this for? This is just a basic something or other. I'm like, no, you're not. No. That's an, I don't feel that's a necessary test. I feel like you're just trying to gouge me for money on that one. I said, you know, blood test is, what, $1,000? Mm-hmm. I don't have insurance. So I'm like, no, you're not, you're not doing that. Again, you know, I said, hey, kid, nothing against you. I just, you know, I don't agree with that. Right. And I, unfortunately, I had to learn this the hard way because years ago I had a different doctor that I overprescribed, and I trusted that doctor. Mm-hmm. I have stage 3 kidney failure because I trusted that doctor. Uh, He had me on a high dose of lithium for about eight years and never really monitored my levels. Um, It came out, you know, 10 years ago, I was told, hey, we think you have Parkinson's disease. We need to start talking about end stages. Turns out I was over-medicated. I walked down the hallway with my neurologist, and she's like, oh, good good news, you don't have Parkinson's. But let's talk about this list, all these medicines you're taking. So with the help of the neurologist and a good friend of mine that's also a doctor... Mm -hmm. I tapered off. I started lifting again, back in the gym, learning to practice Yoda, yoga, meditation, mindfulness, stuff that I can do myself to try to control this. And I actually went, I think, five years without medication and no episodes, right. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, I typically typically rapid cycle, so I'll go up and down throughout the day. Right, and it just depends on where <coughs> you catch that peak or valley with. Me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was great, and I started. Back to work because I was on disability for a while because of it. So I'm um, back to work, and I actually had a pretty high-stress job for several years. Um, worked for Walmart in management, but it was asset protection. Mm-hmm. So I didn't just catch thieves. I made sure that the store wasn't losing money. Mm-hmm. My first year there, I recovered probably a quarter of a million dollars for the store I was in. No just shit. by fighting off insurance claims. Right. But I also got good at catching thieves, which is something I still do as right. a part-time basis. Um right. And I got a got a cool got to participate in some cool training on learning how to interview and interrogate people that don't want to talk to you. Really? Yeah. And yeah. I did thirty or forty of those. It was kind of fun. Yeah. But it was cool. So you know, it's um with my disorder, it's not a if it's a win. So that was a good part of my life where I was able to do that. Right. So now it's the the win part of my life where you know we know that this decline is going to happen. This is Just when it's happening. Yeah. yeah. I don't have control over it. I can't control whatever whatever triggers my my, my mood swings, my right. emotions. So
1: no, I, yeah. So I'll touch base with you on that. So yeah, ADHD severe with oh, this guy yeah. over here. So hyperfocusing, right? ADHD paralysis, uh, overstimulated, uh, like hyper expressive, right? So we'll break down. All the technology or, you know, the stuff that you see, a lot of it is hyper-focused and going in-depth on learning how to use all of it. Now, some people will hyper-focus for two weeks or it could be two months, a week, three days. I mean, the timeline, it just varies with everybody, anybody. And then you will never touch it again. You know what I mean? So, like you're saying, learning how to control something. Right. I took my hyper-fixation. Which was drums and music and computers and cool shit, and making that whole thing my hyperfixation. All right. So, and and you're
0: really ambitious. You've got all kinds of projects going, you got every, all kinds of fire, you know, irons in the fire, and it's like, I respect that. I'm like, this is really cool I, what this guy's doing. But it's
1: also like a blessing and a curse, though. Because, I mean, like, I talk to homeowners and stuff, too. And I'm like, well, I do all this stuff. You know, like, I got this, I got that. And they're like, what are we doing? Like, she's a teacher, and he's, you know, a CEO. I think they got really good jobs, and they probably have a really good income. And I'm not rich by no fucking means at all. And I just, you know, I was like, I, I envy your life because you could come home and spend time with your kids. not saying I'll spend time with my kid, but I'm like, I wish my brain could slow down. Would I medicate? Probably not. You know what I mean. So I'll I'll break it down. Do sometimes I think weed makes it worse.
0: I, mean, I was actually I was hoping you were going to bring that up because yeah. that was something I wanted to touch on too. Um, for me, you know, I've experimented with weed. I didn't. I've never smoked weed until I was like oh, forty two, so oh, just dang. a few so years just, ago. Yeah, listen. You know, I'm still years, learning, yeah. you know. And um, I found out like a, a good indica hybrid keeps mm-hmm. me calm. Yeah. So you know, Thursday night, if I wouldn't have got stoned. I don't know, maybe I would have actually done it that night. Right. So to me, you know, I hear people say it's you know, devil's lettuce. No, man, that's God's lettuce. He put that down there for us to use and to use how we feel best. Really. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure I probably should do a little bit of research on it because there are some days, and so I'll touch base on ADHD paralysis. All right, what does that mean? So the definitions that I do get, or my definition that I will say is, I know, and you can call lazy. <laughs> I mean, you know, you have so much shit to do, right? Like, I could be folding the laundry, doing the dishes, yada yada yada, but I will just sit there, yeah, on my phone, or just sit there, yeah. I do the same know, thing, you um, know, and get just trapped. And I'm like, and it get, and it's in a it's not like a depressive funk, but it's a funk, and it's like your your inner monologue. I, he talks to me. He's like, hey, man, you should probably go downstairs and do a drum video. You know, you ain't done one in a while. Let's get out of this funk, you know. So I might go downstairs and practice. I might play that song that I that I want to shoot a drum video to four or five times. And then I'm like, I'm just done. I'm like, well, tonight wasn't the night, you know. Or, like I said, the hyperfixation. It, it's a lot of hobbies. So that's uh, so I try to so say. I try to keep it in this realm of stuff. So I had that camera, right? Mm-hmm. It's a badass camera. What it else, is a badass camera. What else can I do with that camera? I'm like, shoot product commercials, da-da-da-da, all oh, yeah. this stuff, you know. And then we had talked about the podcast with a buddy of mine, and then I was running, like, USB mics into, like, you know, a USB extension that had, like, eight mics. You know what I mean? We all could right. do all this stuff, and blah, blah, blah. And then I found this, and when I got this, I sounded how... I heard how how good I sound, right? And, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, and I was like, I haven't done this, but I'm like... And it comes with all these little... <laughs> presets. You know what I mean? Do all these things. Right answer, wrong answer. Just have a little bit of fun, right? Now you can program to do any of those. So these can be two different sounds for per thing, so you can have like 16 sounds. I wanted to like read books, like Jonathan walks through the doorway, through a door, and then the door creaks. You know what I mean? And it's a door creaking, like footsteps, like so it was like my brain works like that, so it just fires off all these ideas of what what I could do with this, what I could do with the camera, what I can do with that laptop. You know what I mean? What are the pos- my possible, when they say possibilities are endless, like my brain rams through the possibilities it's of what, all of them. Yeah. What's outside the box? What can't I do with this? Right. And so bringing this mobile, you know what I mean? I might have to bring a few lights, but it's really not a whole lot to set up because I know what I'm doing. might take like 15, 20 minutes to set up, That's go and not too do bad. all those things. And knowing how to do it's, Half the battle, and just speed, each time you're doing it, you're doing quicker. Now, the podcast itself, I'm like, it's doing really well. What else can I do with it? I'm talking to all these bands. What else can I offer? Right? I have a badass camera. I already have experience shooting music videos and editing and doing everything else. Why not use the connection? I'm like, nobody has to look for one. You know what I mean? We can already plug it on here, it's a badass camera. You know, you get the revisions, you know what I mean? It's, you know, the person's local, you know, he's into music. He is, you know, like, I just feel like it's a, it's a win-win for everybody because it's affordable. Like, you know, like, I I don't know, like I said, we, we discussed on going a charging route, like maybe each band, because editing and shit ain't free. I mean, yeah, we enjoy coming to shows, you know what I mean? Right. And we're paying to see you already. Right. You and everybody else. Yeah. And whether or not that. You know, I did a video for someone else while I was already at a show and pumped it out just because, or you took some pictures of someone that was there just because, and you get it for free, and then we start charging, and you don't want to pay that. Well, we paid to see you. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> you know? Know? And we I, drove here, and you I can, know. And I can
0: totally see both sides of it. Too. I do, like You know, these are... You know, sometimes the, I, the the incident you're speaking of is something we just spoke about. These are just young kids, maybe mm-hmm. even just out of high school. Mm-hmm. I know they don't have a lot of money. Right. I said to the kid he wanted me to put, give him some more photos. I'm like, yeah, sure, man. I'll put together a portfolio for mm-hmm. like 10, 12 photos for, I don't know, 35 bucks. Right. He's like, oh, dude, I didn't want to pay. Yeah. I didn't want to pay to see your... I I mean, I'm not saying I didn't want to pay to see his band. I want to pay Mm. to see all the bands. Yeah. But I was actually there for another band that played later. Yeah. He just happened to be playing already. 30
1: photos edited. You get... You you know, and then you even narrow that down to 15 from there, you know? So you're like, all right, like these 15, these are good for them. I like that. You know what I mean? I would want to pay... It's just, this is just me. This is coming from a different standpoint. I see what the work goes into. That's the problem. Right. Is like they think they that you just took this picture with your camera, and then just downloaded it to your computer, and that's
0: it. No, um, <laughs> I don't know how long it takes you once you've been out shooting the night before, and you come mm-hmm. in the next day, and you start doing your your video editing and stuff. But
1: it's several much, hours.
0: Pretty much for every hour I shoot, I spend two hours editing. Not necessarily editing, but for me, the a, calling process takes right. so long because I have a, I kind of have an emotional attachment to each photo Mm -hmm. because of how I got into photography. Right. Which is, you know, goes back to the whole bipolar thing. 10 years ago, I had, 10, 11 years ago, something like that, I ended up having to have shock treatments to control my depression because I was not responsive anymore. Right. So part of that, after that, was severe migraines and memory loss. Oh, shit. So there was, like, it wasn't like, I just don't know who I am, you know, like you'd see on TV or some bullshit like that. It was, like, moments were gone. I didn't remember the birth of my daughter. Oh, Which is a huge moment. Yeah. That's a huge moment in life. So I would just sit and flip through what little hat photos I had to to try try to trigger those memories. And I can remember, um, God, she was probably 13 at the time, leaving her on voicemail at 2 o'clock in the morning sobbing because I could remember her. Right. You know? So that, to me, triggered, like, this is how important it is to capture these moments. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sitting here with a fucking shoebox to represent 13 years of her life and eight years of my son's life. Oh, no. So what got me into the, actually got me started photography back then was, it was selfish. So you wouldn't forget? Yeah. So I could, you know. It's not selfish. You know what
1: I mean? It's a, you don't want to forget. and Just in case, you know what I mean?
0: Like. I'm I'm capturing that moment so Mm -hmm. I can go back to it later. Yeah.
1: So, A, that too. Maybe it is selfish for me to want to fucking do this too because I say here, and this is my exact reason is why I was pushing so many of my friends to do music videos or drum videos or whatever, and I'm like, everybody loves watching themselves. I don't give a fuck who you are. Oh, yeah. Everybody I likes photos of themselves. watch my drum videos a lot. I will be the first to say it. I've been in bands. Okay, I'm going to touch base on something real quick. So there's a band that's like, oh, we just got a thousand streams. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, that's cool and all, but I'll be the first to say, because I'm guilty too. When you listen to your own song, at least... Four times a day, times five people, you know what I mean? Right. For a month. You guys are your damn near thousand plays.
0: Right. That's like the the whole thing about hill they talk about gossip. You know, if one person whispers in, in your ear, by the time it gets around to the 10th person, that story stretched or changed exponentially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's, you know, they're they're... They're listening to it. Like we talked that one day about um, you. Go, hey, man, I can get you some tickets to the show if you want to sell them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, shit, my mom will buy all 10 of them. Right. So, you know, your your mom's 10 of those listeners, co- you know, right. compounded every day, you know, right. stuff like that. I yeah. got those tickets upstairs, by the way. Oh, cool. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I can so, yeah.
1: Sorry. Yeah. I guess that's topic two. Yeah, uh, I,
0: I tend to ramble and jump topics.
1: Hey, that's right with me. ADHD
0: okay. gang right just, here. Just be glad, be glad my brothers aren't here because if all three of us together, you'd oh, have man. three separate conversations going It'd at the It'd be a same fucking time. nine
1: hour podcast, yeah. dude. Yeah. No, so he is one of the photographers that's going to be at the So Fucking Awesome Fest coming up September 2nd. Um, the other photographer, we already did a podcast on him, El Crow Photography, Mr. Corey Garner of that. He uh, will also be there making an appearance. I don't know what time or whatever. He'll just be there. you yeah, know, and I'm so. really
0: interested in meeting him. Um, I like what he does. Yeah, and he, I'm, I'm a questions guy, so I'm gonna you know bug the yeah. shit out of him. Probably. He's the whole a time. very
1: community oriented dude. He's all over and and also too. When he goes to his own events, you know what I mean. He mm-hmm. and he does his own thing, like on his own accord, taking pictures. You right. know what I mean, and when the city does whatever, I don't know how much of it that he posts is for free. You know what I mean? As like, I know when he goes and sees bands for just for example, you know, he takes his camera and takes a picture, you know, takes his pictures and then comes back and posts it. Like I seen this person last night. So that's obviously for free. And then there are bands who come and, you know, do whatever. Now, I know that we're good friends and we've exchanged businesses, but he didn't charge me when I went and did my band photo shoot. You know what I mean? That was, it was, I've thrown thrown him enough business. Yeah, Yeah, I've thrown him enough business and with me, it's vice versa because we're still in the same realm. He's like, just tag me and every time you share it, just tag me. And I'm like, I respect that, you know? And that's, I've learned, I've taken that from him telling someone else. I'm like, if you share my video or the video that I made for you or whatever, just tag me every single time that you share it. Like, that's just down at the bottom. You know, it could be preferably not in the comments.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, an
1: afterthought. <laughs> yeah, just very, you know, like, yeah. hey, this video is from Pekin, da-da-da-da. Hit intro a couple times, and then just put my little tag down at the bottom. Hey, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh, any shout-out. Like, you make it your profile picture. Like, shout-out to, you know. Right. Shout-out your camera guy. Like, I'm guilty of not doing it at least a couple times, but I correct myself so
0: i've done it before i've actually tagged the wrong band in a photo before i bet that was a, over a year ago but yeah
1: i was yeah there's a couple times i i've i was where i have to catch it and i make sure that i don't miss you know misspell anything or have, right you know have something run longer into something so, it's, so there's a know,
0: lot of it, things that go it, into that over the years of working with some memory loss issues i've learned some little tricks so i always save like um, a photo of where i'm going Okay. The the list of the band lineup. Yeah, the flyer or something. Yeah, Yeah. or something like that. And like you and I talked that um, upstairs because I think my uh, I like call them faces in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Just the people are enjoying the music. So when one band ends, I start photographing people out in the crowd just randomly. And you've gotten some good pictures doing that. You do, uh, and those are the portraits that I prefer Mm -hmm. that I think are great. But then you know when the next band kind of puts a gap, so I know when one band stopped. Next another one begins. Because they're probably going to hate hearing this, but when I'm there photographing, I'm not really even hearing the music. There you're
1: might, so zoned in on that screen or you're yeah, the moment.
0: Um, I might be hearing Mozart or something in my head or something that's kind you're of, right. and that was an old trick that I learned lifting weights. If my gym, if my workout's going too quick, I slow the music down and I kind of match the pace there. So like if I'm like shooting too fast, I'm like, okay. And I just start thinking of like slow ten, music. Ten, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, it's just kind of like, it's not like I'm like not trying to be supportive or something. It's not like I'm not don't like their music, but I'm just I'm not really even here in it. your zone. I'm yeah, and it's like it's cool, it's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even notice, and I'm at one bar shooting, and this chick comes up next to me. I'm like, oh hey, click click click. <laughs> you know, yeah, not even like noticing it's in the zone. Yeah,
1: auto zone, not a sponsor. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. What kind of camera you shoot on?
0: I have a Canon R7. Um yeah. It's probably not the uh, the high-end camera, it's kind of like a mid-grade uh, crop sensor uh, Canon camera. Autofocus is pretty fast. Mm-hmm. It's a good intermediate camera, I guess you'd say. Yeah, you know, I spent a couple grand on it when it came out. I Actually, pre-ordered it. Um, yeah, you know, it's, um I love it because even with it being a crop sensor and mirrorless, it's so much lighter. So when I am out there for four hours with this big heavy Sigma lens on the front of my camera, mm-hmm. it's not overwhelmingly heavy for me. Right. So and it works, and I, I. I Finally, getting old enough, I bought a camera strap so you know, I can mm-hmm. hang it around my neck too. Right. Yeah. Nice. Nice.
1: Now, how often, on your own accord, do you go out and shoot?
0: Um, that's actually almost a hundred percent on just you. Just me. Uh, like I said, I wandered into to dumb records and I started shooting the punk shows because mm-hmm. that's what I grew up on. Yeah. You know, that's the scene that I grew up in, and um, I just and then you know being friends with Keith and having Keith's influence mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, my cousin also in Chicago, she used to shoot, she shot, you know, she standing in my living room one day, this is years ago, she turned down shooting Bad Religion in Chicago to come see kittens that were just born at my house. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? She had pictures she's, of those? The kittens? Oh yeah, she probably still has them on her phone. Um, she's an amazing photographer, but she did the music scene too, and she does mm-hmm. portraiture in Chicago, and she's Probably just amazing. And if you guys check her out, her name's Mandy Dempsey. Look at her. You'll understand why all the Dempsey boys are so ugly. Because she has got all the looks. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. she sucked it from you. She sure did. She's a beautiful girl.
1: Now, we touched base on, like, uh, how you just come to shows and free and price range. And, you know, uh, I think it would be wise. This is just, I guess, just thinking as I'm talking to you. You know what I mean? Maybe uh, just post like two or three, yeah, you know, this, this uh, of cumulative of the night, right? And yeah, if they want more, you know, like hey, if you want the rest, here's your, here's your PayPal or Venmo, right? Fifteen twenty, but whatever your prices, you know right. what I mean? It's I, I
0: would never charge anything outrageous for something yeah. like this because it's not my goal to make a living doing photography.
1: So it's not because, my goal to make a living doing videography. Right. Like I'm trying to make it affordable for y- right something,
0: content. Something to help recoup my investment, you Mm -hmm. know, not so much because, you know, I walk into, even like Dumb Records, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say how much my gear costs because some of those kids I don't trust anymore. (laughs) Several thousand dollars in Mm -hmm. this little bitty bag because I also shoot primarily Sigma art lenses. You know, I believe invested in your glass because that's what you're going to take from camera to camera. Yeah. So that's where I put my money. You know, I've got lenses that cost as much as my camera did. Right. So I'm watching them there. I'm, I got several thousand dollars worth of yeah, gear. $1,500 $1, lens, $1. $1. yeah. Yeah, That's
1: you know. fucking not cheap. I'm not
0: saying I wouldn't have bought this lens eventually down mm-hmm. the road when I could have maybe afforded it more or been a more comfortable purchase. But so you're I, happier now. Right. So I've bought these lenses because now I know that I am I like shooting live music. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm making this investment sooner than what I would have budgeted. Mm-hmm. So like it wouldn't be bad to get some of that back. I spent money before I really should have. Mm-hmm. You know, not the best decision I've ever made, but I'm not. Same. I'm not known for. I spent all this money, and
1: I'm like, I'm going to do a free podcast. Here we go.
0: Right, and <laughs> um, like you and I talked, you know, um, it's like you know, I mean a little bit of money coming in would be great. Mm-hmm. I have no intentions of stop doing how I'm doing it.
1: Right. No, I you know? I wouldn't want you to either. You know, no, I enjoy
0: it. I believe if you you're good at something and you have a gift, you share. Right. You know, I have, a, I have everything I need, so I'm going to try to give back to the people in the community. You know, like, uh, you know, you know I, my cousin's been in bands for years, mm-hmm. 30 some on years season peak in Peoria area, a lot of great bands. I'd never seen them actually, you know, I didn't have any photos of them playing. So I went up a few weeks ago and shot him at, um, pizza works. Okay. Peoria. Yeah. And, uh, those are probably some of my most prized photos because now I have that moment of my cousin. Finally. That, yeah. This is the dude that taught me everything that's fucking cool. Right. Ever. You know, he's older than me. So it was like, Brody's got a skateboard. I want a skateboard. Yeah. 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 So it was like, for sure. That was kind of stuff, you know? Right. So like, um, I totally forgot where I was going with that one. But, you know, those. those, Capturing those moments. Capturing those moments. Yeah. So I have those. But now my mom has it too. Right. Mom's, you know, that's my mom's nephew. Her older brother, his dad was a drummer as well. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have any pictures of it. So you know, some moms now kind of got that moment that kind of ties her everybody, back to, yeah, yeah, ties her back to her brother, even, yeah. So it was, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: No, man, that's it's such an awesome thing to see. I don't know, like I said, everybody working together. So I, I, I firmly believe metals make it a comeback. I feel that. I know that every state somewhere has their own tight knit metal community or just community of right. people, right? You know, and then you start to pick up like so. I know, like, the St. Louis group of people. I don't know who all the v- the photographers are, but I do know – I'm going to give a shout-out to Danny Tilson out in St. Louis who does a lot of music videos for a lot of bands down there, like, Naysayers, Discrepancies, I think, maybe, something the Lich. I mean, he's just done so many, and then Jack Daniels, you know, records them as well, and, like, so just knowing that other al- – not alternative, but alternate group down there that – Right. The name's gonna start spreading like wildfire from here and there, and I would love to collab. Like I don't, like I said, I don't know how hard or how <sighs> unthought of it is to have two videographers or you know what I mean, collabing on doing something or just I don't know, working together <laughs> is what I'm trying to get right. at, you yeah. know, and having that own tight knit community of people of all these bands, you know that enjoy coming to everybody others yeah. at other bands' right. shows when yeah. they don't have a show. You know what I, I mean?
0: I, I'm the kind of guy that if I have something that might work better for you or help you out, I'm going to share. If somebody asks me a question, I'm going to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, that first metal night at the Curve, uh, the guy was setting up, and he had, I think, a 50 mil on his camera, mm-hmm. which is about field of view, normal field of view. I'm like, dude, I got an 18 to 35 zoom that I'm probably not going to use here, and it's at an F1.8, so it's going to go down and do better low light. Mm. You're more than welcome to use it. So, this guy, I think his name is Chris Cummings, I think. Oh, it was. yep. yeah, I'm friends yeah. with him. Chris, Chris Cummings yeah, podcast, Chris, yeah. A hell of a guy. Yeah. um, A thousand dollar lens. I'm like, I don't even know this dude. Right. Put it on your camera. Use it. It's mm-hmm. going to be, be, you know, it might be better for what you're trying to do. And if I have it, I'm not using it, feel free. Right. Yeah, it's because it's, it's a community. It's working together. It's yep. everybody supporting each other.
1: hmm And so, I'll shout out my prices real quick for videography in case anybody's missed that post. So... You'll have to book me for your show. You'll have to see if I'm available first off. So I've done a few videos. Some are not, they're not all the same. Like some were just like, just the footage with the filter thrown on it to make it look good. Right. Just for another band, like, and then like Soul Sleepers was put together very well. You know what I mean? The bunny, the bear was put together very well. You know what I mean? You did a great job. Thank you, and I just wanted to put those out of those examples as soon as I could so everybody could see, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, we're not out here with normal cell phone footage dubbing your single to it, you know what I mean? Like, we're investing in high-end, state-of-the-art, latest tech equipment, and we want to see you in your best atmosphere, you know what I mean? Like. I know you're there killing it. I know you're there happy, you know, and I want to capture it. Yeah, like I,
0: I love the performance aspect of it. Hell yes. Yeah. Hell if yes. you can, if I can, if I go to a show, and the band's working the crowd, you know, getting them mm-hmm. up excited, calming them down, they're moving about the stage. I'm going to take more photos. I'm going to have more fun because they're having more fun. We're mm-hmm. going to get better content out of that. Yep. And it's nothing against the guys that just stand in front of their mics. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'd be scared shitless mm-hmm. I would we, probably wouldn't you know I wouldn't make it up there without something running down my leg
1: there's even national acts that I've seen yeah. that like there's been such a badass band that plays that it's, is your favorite and then the following act is still another band that you like but they did so well pumping up the crowd it's like yeah. now you got to follow them and it's just like
0: yeah dude. We're, we're at the head PE show together you know at the mm-hmm. same time and yeah. they those guys that's the perfect example you know the the pit's getting crazy and mm-hmm. somebody dropped a beer bottle and mm-hmm. I saw you were you were cleaning Pick it up, up. yeah and you know, it was towards the end of a song. The band—I don't know if they did it intentionally—but they changed to a slower-tempered song. Right. So the crowd calmed down. They got the beer bottle cleaned up. Everything was good to go. The next song was a faster tempo. Rager, and, yeah. Yeah, and got people back mm-hmm. in there. So you know, that's that's an example of a good performing band. Right. Yeah, they were fun to shoot. It was cool. Yeah, that was yeah. a really fun show. Yeah, it was.
1: And then, uh, so it's uh, it's fifty bucks for me to just come record your set. You I think know, that's fair. And it's a gig a minute, so the the. the Space, you know, I'll put it on an SD card or whatever, but it's about a gig a minute is what we're looking at as far as, like, you know, the size of the files. Um, within, you know, within the Springfield, or 30 minutes, 35 minutes of Jacksonville in any direction. I'm not charging a gas fee. It's 35 cents a mile after that, you know, both ways. If you're in Pekin or St. Louis or somewhere, you know, that's three hours of drive time, you know, for right. me. And, you know, depending on how much equipment we have to bring. If it's just the camera, that's fine. But, uh, and then... The second bundle is I come record your set, you get that footage, or I store it, it doesn't matter, you know, and then I make you one full-length v- music video out of, you know, all the footage or, you know, a couple videos all pieced together, slow-mo parts and speed ramps and stuff, and yeah, that's 125 bucks. Right. You know what I mean? So, it's not bad at all. You know, That's that, and that covers really the cost of the SD card. You know, if if I could find a decent one for a decent price.
0: Right, and I'm sure somebody's going to say, oh, you can reuse your SD card. Do you give them the card? Yeah, so, I mean, right. yeah, if
1: they want their footage, then the SD card's still, on
0: them. I reuse my SD cards. As soon mm-hmm. as I import to Lightroom, I dump my card. Right, yeah. Like, there's no reason for me to keep this anymore. So,
1: same with all this but stuff. Still. As soon as I get it onto my, so I have a two terabyte drive, right. or the, as soon as I get it off the card, it's right into the camera clearing it. Right. format it. Yeah, yep. I,
0: I clear it before I even take it out Lightroom. Oh, really? So while it's plugged into my MacBook now, I okay. just delete all. Right. Instead of, and and then people are like, oh, well, you can reuse your card. And, you know, it's a, you know, the expense is, you know, not there. Those cards cost a lot of money. Oh, yeah. People look and they think oh, yeah. that, oh, you're taking pictures with, a, with this fancy camera and these, mm-hmm. these amazing lenses. But all that other stuff really costs a lot of money and really makes a difference. If you get a card that's a slow upload and download, it's going to be hard for your yeah, there's a almost three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be harder for your camera to do what it needs to do. Yeah. So if it's you buy like wild. one of those real high-functioning three hundred dollar cards, it makes it it makes it more efficient for your camera to work. Mm-hmm. You can get more better more stuff and better quality.
1: So yeah, even so, by the time we'll drop this probably a little bit early, I'll, I'll probably drop this in a few days or something just to get the message out. But uh, even the video that I just shot and we just put out. Is going to be, I'm not saying considerably different, but we're getting the V-Log up, firmware upgrade to this, right. and we're going to be running that smoother memory card because it'll be here soon. So it, everything's going to look that much more cleaner. Right, yeah. And,
0: and I've always, like, everybody's like, oh, you need, like, because I said, I say, shoot Sigma Art. It's mm-hmm. a great lens. And I was kind of skeptical of people, like, oh, these lenses are so expensive, but it does, the better quality gear does make a difference on the quality of image and video mm-hmm. that you're, you're putting out.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, facts. Yeah. Yeah. And it leads to better. So, so, yeah, we got that Sleep Signals interview Mm -hmm. with them. That was just me just talking to them, just shooting shit. And by then we'll have that and we'll be able to make them a fucking music video, you know, a live music video. And that's just putting it out there for them, man, Mm -hmm. you know, and yes, they're a national act. They're already there. They're already paying their dues. You know what I mean? So the least I could do is make them a music video. You know what I mean? Like, they've already, I've already paid to see them. This is what, here. then here's my thank you for such a good show, right. you know? Yeah. And that's what I did for the Bunny the Bear. I was like, hey, man, here's my thank you for fucking kicking ass. I'm like, you guys are awesome frontmen. You put on a fucking good show. You know, now I'm not going to take my camera to, like, a huge national act band unless I'm booked. You know what I mean? And then be like, I slaughter to prevail, or thy art is murder." You know what I mean? Unless I'm going to hold the venue, and yada, yada. You know what I mean? That's a completely different story. But for, like, the intimate venues that we were already cool with, you know what I mean? That bring these big acts around there, and you get the one-on-one experience, you know, through the podcast and and whatever else, That's I think, is also going to see a lot get it a lot tighter because the bands that I've had here they're like dude I love what you're doing I love that you're doing this for right. every you know because it is for everybody I want your so touch base on why I want you to do a music video or a podcast is so your fucking family has something to look back on you know what I mean Again, yeah your exactly. fans have something to connect with with you on a personal level you know uh, I think I just said kids you know what I mean right. uh, your kids can see your like, drum video or your music like I was video talking with
0: my, my mom and you know having that photo of her the, nephew the playing, yep, yep, playing drums. drums and her brother was a drummer so you know kind of you know you're you're giving something somebody forever. It's, yeah. You know, this moment. Whether it be, yeah. yeah, your mom, your kids, you. Yeah, like, you know. You know, your your daughter's children are going to be able to look back at this maybe when you're not here anymore and mm-hmm. see what their grandfather was like.
1: And that's in that, that so funny, or, or not funny. The reason why I started my drum channel was not just because I've been drumming for fucking ever and I needed a drum channel, is I, I'm a dad, and I wanted my daughter to look back on something, you know, mm-hmm. to have something to look back on. And anytime she wanted. A couple of the first songs were dedicated to her, you know, and throughout are, you know, like, generally dedicated to her. But I'd let her pick what songs, you know, like, hey, out of these three, which song? You know, so there's going to be Bruno Mars. There's going to be Maroon 5. There's going to be these real poppy songs, you know. And that's what I did. And then now, I mean, she... It's, it's it's MGK 24-7, and I'm not you know, going to jam MGK <laughs> I don't blame you.
0: I've never heard one, one of his songs. I have no real interest in it. Not that I don't think... Maybe he is a really great musician. He's really talented, but... Honestly, dude... Just put, not my taste.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did take her to go see him during yeah. his pop-punk phase or whatever he's doing. He puts on a good fucking show. All yeah. right. His production value was amazing. The people that he had open up for him were awesome. You know, we was at right. an arena show pretty much, you know, so it was... It was dope. It was a good show. You know what I mean? I know he's not everybody's cup of tea, but I also know, you know, metal is not everyone's cup of tea no. either. You, you know, know what right. I mean? And just trying to spread awareness to the good bands that are out there. I just right. feel like that.
0: See, I'm, I've never really been a heavy metal guy. Yeah. I've, um, you know, of course, You, know, I listened to Sabbath and shit when I was mm-hmm. growing up, Ozzy, all the stuff back in the 80s when in my time, For but I've always been more of a punk. Yeah. Yeah, I like punk. I love ska, uh, two-tone, bluebeat. I soul I love slower Did, stuff. Were dude. you talking about Engine Huey? Oh no, that wasn't me. No? That's something I'm gonna have to try to remember and look up now. Though,
1: so yeah, I'll show them to you before you leave. Cool. But that's they were there at that Bunny the Bear show with Soul Sleeper, and they'll actually be on here. And they're from Peoria, so they're they're a uh, real big, you know, uh, Nirvana background grunge that grunge punk right. scene right there. And I was just I totally dig that. You know, and
0: I just and anymore, like I said, you know, some of these bands that I've come to shoot, I've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. It's not always my taste of music, but I've come to like. I mean, not come to like, grown but I've to discovered, like- Not grown. I'm like, holy shit, these guys are awesome. Yeah, you know, I'm like, what the f- where, where the fuck have I been hiding all this time?
1: And also, as I'm sitting here editing these music videos, I'm like, I'm, I'm not saying I consider myself part of the band. That's not it. But I'm saying I sit there and I listen to it so much, just as much as them, if they were recording it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like don't so listen the same song yeah for six know. hours dude yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like we were talking about um <laughs> listeners for you know people that have just released um, music yeah uh, guys of Sonic Sunday from Taylorville mm-hmm. I'm probably about 150 of your listens yeah or, you know, jamming other, out yeah. yeah they're great guys
1: i think they're going to be on here too i think somebody else said something about getting them on here there's a lot of people there's astrofix I, i've had a lot of people that have messaged me recently so it's great it's I, good I touch it's,
0: it's, it's really cool to see this blowing up and everybody's showing interest
1: it's good you know and um, and i try for the far away bands i know this is odd i guess but i'm like i try to make it worth their while because they're coming here from an hour hour and a half So, I mean, I'll try to throw down gas with them, you know, have dinner here, you know, whether it be like, so I have sponsors here, you know, so I could have Leo's pizza or some barbecue here, you know, from one of my sponsors and then we can all pig out.
0: Food motivates, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we sit here, smoke weed, they can drink, do whatever, you know what I mean? It's a natural atmosphere. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. I don't give a shit. But spotlight's on you.
0: you. When you asked me if I wanted to be in this, I'm like, I'm the most uninteresting person you probably know. And you're the
1: most talkative person I've had on here.
0: I'm a little key, a little keyed up from restarting antidepressants, you know? <laughs> yeah. We both got ADHD, so they're yeah. probably like, where, you know, what story went where? Six days I didn't have a fucking latte. And I literally, when I woke up this morning and realized I could go make a fucking espresso in my kitchen, I fucking ran. He's he like, like, oh, like, oh, I forgot yes, about that. This amazing it's bean amazing. juice. Oh my God, I, I can do everything now. Now,
1: uh, what all socials are you on? Are you just on Facebook, or are you on Facebook and Instagram? I'm
0: on Facebook and Instagram. Um, You know, like like I said earlier, I'm not the oldest guy. I'm 45, but I feel like an old man sometimes at technology. Mm -hmm. I haven't quite got my Instagram and my photography to uh, Facebook to link Mm -hmm. because I've got my Instagram linked to my personal Oh. hey so i gotta oh, go through okay and it's yeah. not like i haven't figured it out it's just i haven't taken the time
1: sit down no i know it's just like deleting all my emails or unsubscribing from shit that i don't fucking need
0: yeah what's this so. bullshit like if you click unsubscribe for two weeks it like everything's pretty well disappears all that bullshit it never happens nobody never. can do it for two it's weeks solid never
1: no. not at all well hell yeah man uh do you have anything you want to shout out anything we want touch base on
0: um. No, I think I've rambled pretty well, we, man. I think we covered everything. Yeah, pretty. I did see one thing that you had on your board for a question. It was your favorite local band.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't ask that yet. I was waiting for that at the end. So good I'm thing I like, bring that. Up. I
0: saw that on there. I'm like, dude, you're gonna make, you're gonna put me in the spot. So I've been I sitting i like, I didn't. So I we've probably, seen a lot of local bands. We have. I think in that one month, I shot twenty six bands.
1: Yeah. So I'm assuming um, that's
0: probably fucking. And I'm basing this on, like, who's my favorite. I'm not going to pick one favorite. Right. Be- there are several bands What? In what are a couple?
1: What, give me, like, three to five that have um, stood
0: out to you. So, of course, Woody LeBaron. Mm-hmm. Um, Punk scene. I grew. <laughs> I knew that. I grew up with those guys. Yeah. Um, Taylorville. Taylorville guys. You know, Brad Gilpin and I, have, I think we probably kindergarten on. Yeah. You know, his grandpa lived down the alley. Uh, Dave Morgan played soccer with my oldest brother. Mm-hmm. Dave McDonald. We've just, I mean, Dave McDonald is probably one of the, uh, sources I got early from like punk music. Mm-hmm. You know, Dave was like, "Oh, hey, try this." Right. You know, I heard Green Day before Green Day was popular. Right. From Dave. Right. So and um and then Tyler, I grew up with his mother. Um, uh, you know, rest in peace. She was mm-hmm. a great woman. Right. On. Um, then like meeting the guys in Hessian Lord. They've been so supportive. They're great guys. They're just good people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they are. Slaughter Dog and Misery Garden. Just good people, you know. Johnny calls me out when I'm in there. He's like, like, I'm part of the freaking band. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'll get a little big-headed here, you know. Right. Like, people know me. This nice. is cool. Yeah. Hey. But, you know, I just, it's not, I can't pick just one. It's like all of them because It's, a lot. it's They're good people. Yeah, they are. Uh, Robot Army, uh, met them when uh, when I first started, I think, the first metal show I shot at mm-hmm. Buzz Bomb. And it was like, we're just friends automatically almost. And right. they're very supportive. These guys, you know, and Slaughter Dog are the only people that ever paid me for yeah. a photo. Yeah. besides my mom um, I think I made $100 last year in photography and 50 of it you my got my a mom. Venmo or PayPal or anything yet yeah I got I got Venmo and Zelle and stuff and it's just like I'm I'm gonna I'll take a tip mm-hmm. if somebody wants to give a tip yeah kind of thing so I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna put my Venmo and stuff on my my Instagram or my page alright we'll shoot yeah shoot me yeah. your
1: Venmo later and we'll we'll put that down in the description cool. and everything so yeah. cool man well thank you for stopping by Josh
0: I, I really appreciate your, um, you inviting me I was Pretty taken aback by The Invitation, honestly. Hell yeah. yeah. No, I want It's. I'm just a guy with a camera. Yeah,
1: but it's a, it's a muke, you know, it's, it, the scene is going to be, it is, I'm not saying, I don't want to say one big family, but it's just one big happy family, yeah. man, you know, cause it like.
0: Really, it's, it's cool. It really cool. If you don't see cool.
1: someone like liking your stuff, you know what's up.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I mean, I, I'm sure there were a lot of people that were concerned and. You know, it's hard to reach out to somebody. I was like, I know just, I post
1: a lot. He's got yeah. to fucking see something.
0: Yeah, it, it, for for me, and I've told people this for years. It's just as simple as it, doing okay today, man.
1: Right? Yeah. No, so I if, do. Yeah, if you're wondering,
0: I, send me a message and ask. if I, I'm doing all right. today. I
1: do do that to yeah. Uh, you are a new friend, so I yeah. would be guilty of like not having that in me. But I, like well, I said, I, mean, I did notice it was a
0: part of my life you didn't know about. Right,
1: yeah. right. But I do, I do do that to the homies. I tell them, you know, hey man, have a good day. You know. Yeah. And I don't I don't do it every day. I've got I one. don't do it you know all the time. It's just if I'm getting ready to go to work, seven thirty, I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about some homies. Like, hey, bro, have a good day, and yeah. I'll
0: do it to two or three of them. Let's you know? let's not wait to celebrate the life until it's gone. Let's celebrate it while it's here. Yeah, you know, if you've got somebody you you, you just notice like hasn't been around for a while, say, hey, what's up, man? You doing mm-hmm. all right? Let's go grab a beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I set a new rule for myself. If somebody invites, says, hey, let's go have a, have a beer, Oh, I'm. Got to drop the booze for a while because mm-hmm. I, I have tick- a cup of coffee. Yeah, let's go have a cup of coffee. You know, cup I got, of coffee. I might have some ticker issues going yeah. on, and I don't want to, you know, get yeah. too too excited about up. anything. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not going to turn down an invitation to go hang out unless you know something else is going on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. You right never right on, know man. when you're going to make a new friend. That's right, dude. Right. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thanks, man. Well, cool, man. All right. Well, this has been an awesome episode with Thank one you. of my new friends and a local Springfield photographer, JD. Photography, right? JD, yep. or you go... JD,
0: photography, J. Um, Dempsey. Actually, da- my daughter made that logo for me. She's got a degree, in, uh she's got some graphic design. It's very sleek. Yeah, it it's took, like, f- fuck, six months for get her to do it, because, hey, it's dad, you know? <laughs> no, I feel And that. then, like, five minutes later, I've got something back from her. It's like, well, how long did that take you? Hey, she's a busy girl. No, I get that.
1: Well, thank you, man. Appreciate it. It's been an amazing time. We're going to sit here and shoot some shit afterwards, and we hope you liked it. Yeah, go check yeah. him out. Venmo him some money for the pictures that he's taken of you so far.
0: It's not a big deal if you don't. You know, no, if you know. send me something and it's like too much, I'll probably send it back to you, honestly. No, it's so yeah. we.
1: you got a big heart, dude. We get it. We'll hook you up. I got appreciate you. appreciate it. So till next time, yeah. we'll see you soon.
0: See you soon.